welcome to Film Couch, if that's still the name of this podcast, if you're coming back from episode 519. Um, What did we initially plan to do with Film Couch? I want to talk a little bit about that, and I'm going to have a little twist for Nicola. My name's Joe, and this is Nicola. Nicola, first, who are you? Um, I'm just somebody that wants to talk about film. Cool. <laughs> that, that might throw a spanner in the works. So Nicole is someone that wants to talk about film. I'm someone that kind of wants to talk okay. about film. And I think Nicola is someone who, um, you know, <laughs> when we, when we initially had this idea, um, I wanted to make a YouTube channel. And this was, you know, we need, we'd need some kind of studio or some kind of place where we could record. And I would just be obsessive about keeping things totally consistent. So we had the idea to come up with a a podcast instead. And we both love film. We both love talking about film, but I think Nicola has a little bit more experience than I do when it comes to film. Sometimes when we're out, we're having a drink, we're talking about a recent film and Nicola's like, yeah, this director who did this and he did this and these actors who were here and they did that. Yeah. So that's what I think of you and your knowledge of film. What do you think about me and my knowledge of film? Be brutal, be honest. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm being completely honest. I mean, I, I, I appreciate your, uh, your opinion on, on a movie as much as I would appreciate anybody else's, uh, opinion, uh, whether they were like learned in the, uh, in the craft or not. Um, because I think just, uh, like an, a, a, I mean, an, any opinion is valid. You don't necessarily have to have like background knowledge to, to, to give like a, like an honest opinion about what you thought of a movie or why you thought it was good or bad, etc. So, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Kind of feels like a little bit like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, 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 it's all good. All right, so listen, this this was my idea. We we were saying, you know, we want to talk about film, and when we were talking about it, um. Do you remember we, we were in a bar and I was saying, look, we have to structure it. We have to talk about, we have to talk about editing. We have to talk about uh, the photography and how it's lit and this cast and the directors and the narrative. You remember me being a little bit obsessed with all of that? Yeah. Yeah. I had a bit of a brainwave this week and I was thinking about this podcast and, you know, we were getting closer to getting it started and I was thinking, do I really want to talk about film and all of these technical things that I'm pretty clueless about? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm someone who has a YouTube channel and I edit my own videos and I love editing. It's fun, but I'm not, I'm not, I haven't studied it. I'm not technically trained by any means, but I'm interested. I like watching films. I don't watch that many films. I need to watch more, especially if I want to do a podcast about films. But, um, what I, what, what the brainwave that hit me was this. I realized I want to talk not just about films, but about bigger things in life, things to do with um, morality, things to do with, um, you know, just different themes that just happen in everyday life. Maybe how films relate to you know, day-to-day life now. And I, I assume we would get into those topics anyway. Yeah. 
but mm-hmm. I want to kind of let the film start something. We talk a little bit about, you know, we're like this, like that. And then, okay, this was the theme. And how does this, you know, what, what does this theme mean in real life? And then talk more about that. What do you think about that? Uh, no, I'm really into that. I mean, I, I, I think for one, yeah, we could talk about like our, like our valid criticism of the movie, like as a piece of art, but, uh, also using it like as a platform to talk about like maybe, I don't know, deeper issues or, or, or general things. Uh, I, I, I also like it cause it just gives it more, uh, I guess more space for discussion. So. I'm, I'm, I'm really keen on that idea. Awesome. Good to hear. When you started answering that, I was thinking in my head, it doesn't like it, it doesn't like it. Well, that's good. <laughs> so in terms of the, um, the kind of consistency that I was obsessing over and having this structure, I think as yeah. we did discuss a little bit before, it would be much better if we start, start slow, take it easy, find our feet and not be too serious with it. And I was thinking as well, what would I want to listen to? If I were to, I would definitely be interested in listening to something like what we're about to create. Um, mm-hmm. But I was thinking, what what would I want from it? Would I just want to listen to, you know, two guys talking, you know, borderline pretentious, giving borderline pretentious reviews when they, you know, at least one of them doesn't know what he's talking about. That one is me. Uh, (laughs) Or would I like to kind of, you know, kick back with a cup of coffee and listen to um, a couple of dudes talk about a film that I might be interested in watching, get their opinions, um, listen to their critique of it. But Mm-hmm. Then listen to them talk about, you know, wander off into the distant lands of whatever else, wherever else it takes them. That's cool to me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, no, mm-hmm. I, 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 I completely agree, man. Cool. I mean, uh, you know, like podcasts about just people talking about movies, they're like a dime a dozen. So uh, maybe finding something a little uh, that sort of like steers a little bit from that like conventional way. Yeah, that's cool. Absolutely. That's what I want. So I was thinking, um, let's say I, I was kind of playing it through in my head. Let's say the first episode is, is Joker. We talk about Joker and this might ruin mm-hmm. the first episode for those listening that are listening to the intro first, unless, like I said, they came back from episode 516 just to listen to the intro again. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, let's say we start with Joker and we, you know, we talk about the editing, we talk about, uh, Todd Phillips and Joaquin Phoenix and in, in the music, which I'm obsessed about. I'm, when we talk about that, I'm going to be talking about the music for like 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. But, um, and then from that, it's like, we go to what, you know, what is the message of this movie? Does this translate into real life? And what do we think about that? I want to, I want to kind of lock horns with you on themes and, and, you know, I want to argue with you. What do you think? Okay. Um, I'm very excited about the idea of arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. So people don't know who we are, really. Um, uh-huh. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a little bit about me, and then I'm going to ask you a question. So okay. I'm, I'm Joe. I'm a, a British guy that lives in Peru in Lima and 
yeah what about you where are you from um i guess i'm a peruvian guy that lives in peru peruvian you're not american people are wondering <laughs> no i'm not american i have lived in the u.s for uh for for some years but uh i i currently live and work in peru i've also studied here so okay and you said yeah. you were you were born in cusco uh, yes, uh-huh. I'm from Cusco. I actually didn't know that. I thought you were born in Lima. Oh, really? Yeah, no, you probably told me. <laughs> uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, our our family's uh, born and bred in Cusco, but uh, then we I moved to the U.S. at a, at a young age, and then when we came back, we just sort of settled in Lima because it's the capital. I guess more uh, opportunities for studying and working. Okay. Awesome. And um, Cusco is a beautiful city. It's one of my, well, I haven't been to many cities in the world, but among the ones that I have been to, I think Cusco is definitely top of the list. It's just amazing. What's your favorite thing about Cusco? My favorite thing about Cusco? um, I don't know if I, if I could like point out a single thing and, and I mean, I, 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 I mean, I, I can point out a lot of things that I like about Cusco, but it's really, I guess, more more of like a like a nostalgic factor. I mean, a, a lot of times when I think of why I, I feel like a sort of like connection to the place, it's because of a lot of uh, like uh, happy memories, I guess, from childhood, and it's just something like I can't take uh, like sort of extrapolate from my personality. I just uh, so you can take me out of Cusco, but I guess you can't take Cusco out of. <laughs> yeah out of me so um yeah i guess that's amazing something like that i i'm I, I can't imagine how how much it's changed over the past what 20 years it must have changed quite a lot yeah definitely i mean i've only been i've been back twice after being out of being uh after leaving Cusco for like more than 10 years and uh, I mean, definitely, I only have that point of comparison, like from being a child, but I, I can tell a lot of things have changed mm. and, and a lot of things haven't changed. They're pretty much the same, which I'm kind of happy about, to be honest with you, because if everything did change, I would maybe not recognize it as that yeah. once idyllic uh, childhood. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't be your hometown place. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's where we're from. I didn't. I don't think I said which city I'm from, but I'm from Sheffield in, in the north of England. Um but yeah, I my job, I'm an English teacher. I teach English as a second language. I always feel weird saying that I'm an English teacher because I'm not an English teacher. I'm an English as a second language teacher. And I do that mostly online. Um, and I also um, do YouTube content related to teaching English online, working from home, that kind of stuff. So that's what I do for money for food what do you do for food for food um like like what's my job right now like what? <laughs> ah, okay, okay. i thought i was like <laughs> um yeah i'm currently working at a, a new company i was working uh, for like a like a well i guess what would be like a production company a couple of months ago but I'm currently at a new company. It's not production. It's more like, uh, I guess, communications. And uh, what we do is we uh, we sort of uh, represent some uh, 
TV channels from, in this case, from the United States and from England, but we're like the official distributors and, uh, and representatives of those TV channels here in Latin America. So it's a lot of uh, like negotiation with the different uh, television operators and programmers here in South America. And uh, I mean, I've only been here a couple of months, but at least that's like the general gist of it. Okay, cool. Awesome. And the next question is, mm -hmm. this is kind of a two-part question. Okay. I think I'm wondering which part I should ask first. The first part is, why do you think, why do you think, who do you think you are to think that you can talk about film and critique it? And I have my own answer based on what you said to me earlier. You kind of validated me, but go ahead. Why do you think you're, uh -huh. you can do that? Okay. Um, hmm. Damn, that's a good question. I haven't really thought about it, so I, I, won't, I won't really have like a prepared answer. Um, I mean, I think it's just a sort of, I wouldn't say like a, like a nice or like, con, uh, or constructive way to like pass the time, but uh, it's, it's just, uh, I, mm -hmm. I think any sort of discussion is pleasant in itself. And especially in this case, like a discussion of something I'm like, uh, very passionate about I think it's just uh, it's just entertaining and and, and good fun <laughs> yeah. but I like as to like why do I think like I'm like uh, accredited to, to to talk about films like in, in any sort of like uh, um, like in my capacity as like a critic I wouldn't say I mean uh, yeah it is like a lot of what we're gonna be giving like, I guess is, is criticism but um, mm -hmm. I, I never necessarily thought like you, like I mentioned earlier, like anybody really needs some sort of uh, like any specific type of credential to have a uh, to be able to talk about it. I just think you really need to just have like a maybe a strong opinion on something, and uh, and I mean of course you know try to base your opinion on on certain uh, on a certain type of. Um, I mean, just sort of like back up your your thoughts with certain things, and a lot of times, I guess, admit that you that you really don't have an opinion on something, or that you. Uh... Yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe I'll maybe I'll go back to that question. I haven't really thought about it. Well. Yeah, that's kind of put, one, put you on the spot there, but I think you gave a good answer. I think yeah. that's um, yeah, that makes sense to me. And, and what you're saying continues to validate my answer to, to this question because mm -hmm. when, when I when I wrote this question down I was thinking what what would I answer to this and I kind of came to the conclusion of I'm not at all um I, you know I, I don't think I'm anyone who can critique film I like watching films and I noticed that I am critical of them but I've mm. I've always thought you know my my critique of them were or was always unfounded you know it's based on nothing haven't studied it haven't you know mm -hmm. hung around with a lot of people that, that have and, and had these kinds of discussions before yeah. but yeah what you said validated me in in that you said um anyone can do it as long as they have a strong opinion as long as they have a bit of passion um every every opinion is is valid so i'm kind of re relying on that 
So that's good. And what was what else was I going to say about that? I I find that I'm the kind of person that when I go to the cinema, I come out of the cinema every time either hating or loving what I've just seen. Okay. And I think There's that's like going to help no me a lot. For you. There's no middle ground. It's hate or it's love. It either, it, I either <laughs> feel absolutely nothing. Like I watch it and yeah. the whole way I'm just like, I, I don't know. I think there's something that a film can do to you where it, it, it kind of enters your soul. You know, it enters the door that you, that you had locked. You're like, nope, you're not getting into my emotions. And then it does that one thing and then you're ready <laughs> for it all. And you just accept it all. I think I, I, that's what happens to me. And if it never opens that door, I'm just like, nope. This was just bland and crap. <laughs> so I think strong opinions might help me with this. And yeah. okay, so I said it was a two-part question. The second part to it was, what's your favorite film ever? And it's such a difficult question, but what do you think? Um, I mean, I'm a little dissatisfied with my answer. Not necessarily because it's like a cliche answer for a lot of people who are who've like either studied film or who want to like become filmmakers in their own right. Uh, I'm not necessarily dissatisfied with the, the answer because of that, but I'm mostly dissatisfied because it's, it's uh, like the answer I go back to after so many years. And I know I've probably seen things that I might have liked more, but, uh, and I sort of like should update my, my, my list of favorites, I guess. But I mean, anyways, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a film that, that, uh, I guess in its time it had a, a huge impact and, and maybe maybe it'll just you know fall out of place sometime and be replaced by another but it's uh it's an Italian movie called Eight and a Half by mm -hmm. uh like a renowned uh filmmaker called Federico Fellini who's now who's no longer living but it's yeah it's sort of like the cliche answer of anybody who studies film or who's like passionate about movie making because it's a movie about a film director oh okay so, uh huh yeah. And, uh, so is it kind of like the answer that um, a film student would say, like some some obscure French film from the from the sixties? Is it a little bit like that? Uh, not really. I mean, usually because like uh, in like in like certain in like film student circles or or, or like uh, people who are like who have like maybe like a vague idea about like film art and like like uh, international directors, like it's it's a like a well known movie. But it's more cliche in the sense that it's uh, uh, that it's just kind of like a I don't know if like a go-to answer, but just if you look up like list of like favorite movies by filmmakers, a lot of them always have that movie like in their top ten. And I guess maybe mm. it's cliche in that sense. Um, I mean, I'd like to give maybe like m maybe like a more meaningful answer that would sort of give the person who's ask me that question like an idea of like the type of person I am or the type of movies I like but when you give that answer uh it doesn't really I guess it doesn't really do much for describing like my personality if if, if that can if I can do that by like saying a list of favorites but I think maybe that's why I think it might be a little cliche but right. I'm just a cliche person though. what can I say <laughs> Well, I, I disagree with what you said at the end there, where you said, you know, you don't think that it shows your your personality, that choice. But I think, knowing you, I think some some 
um, Italian film that I've never heard of that maybe a lot of film people have heard of. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, this is totally Nicola, for sure. <laughs> so I guess I'll watch that. Do you think I'd like it? Um, I mean, like when I was starting uh, to get into film and, and like I I was like reading or just uh, like hearing suggestions and, and like looking up for recommendations as to like what movies to watch, uh, like best movies of all time, lists and things like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's like an essential movie, like the history of cinema, of course, and like specifically like in the in like the catalog of this one director, who's again like a like a very famous and and respected international director. But uh, I mean, I, I I don't know if like to give you like a if it would be better to like tell you to start with another movie of his, like to sort of get into like uh, to sort of like get into his work. But I mean, yeah, I definitely recommend you to watch it. And what would be actually really cool would be uh, for you to watch it and then maybe have a, a discussion in that. So I would like to see like your thoughts on it. Um, yeah. And, and and maybe have like an episode on that. that Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, we'll do that. But I'm scared that I'll disappoint you because um, I, w- I was on a plane once, not too long ago, and I, I you know I watch films on planes. That's where I can watch them comfortably without worrying that I'm wasting my time. <laughs> it's a bad thing to say, but I'm the kind of person that when I sit down and watch a film, I'm like, oh, I could be being productive right now, but this is going to give me an excuse yeah. to relax and actually do something that I like. So um, I was on a, on a plane and I'd already watched, um, what's it called? Is it called Mid-90s? Jonah Hill? Yeah, I haven't um, seen that one yet. I've heard it's pretty good. That's amazing. We should definitely do an episode on that. So I'd already watched that and I'd watched uh, another film. It was a a long flight. And I saw, I think it was The Great Dictator. And I was like, Uh you know what? If I'm, if, if I'm someone who, who says that I'm into film, I should watch this because, you know, it's a classic, right? So I watched about 10 minutes and I was like, oh, God, I can't watch this. And it's not because, right? It's not because of the it's it's lack of special effects and action and stuff like that. Because I, I don't like Avengers and, and, and all those like superhero mm-hmm. films. But it was just, I don't know. I think I'm just not a guy that can appreciate old cinema unless I'm analyzing it. I can't I can't sit and enjoy it as a as a you know a, a regular consumer of media. I could sit and enjoy yeah. it if I'm thinking about, you know, camera angles and what did they use to do this? How did they set that mm-hmm. scene up? But yeah, so I might disappoint you if I watch it, but I will watch it and we'll do an episode. Um, nice. So my favorite film, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be such a, a lame <laughs> mainstream answer and whoever's made it, this far in the intro of Film Couch, if that is still the name of the podcast, is probably going to click away now and never come back. But I'm between two choices. The first choice, which is not my favorite film, is Joker. I think it's great. Maybe I'm still in the honeymoon period and I'm like, wow, you know, it's so good. And Joaquin Phoenix is just the more that I see of him in, in interviews and uh, you know, Uh his performances, the more that I think that he is seriously one of the best actors that's ever lived. Mm -hmm. I am not qualified to say that because I haven't seen old cinema, but 
the best film I've ever seen. And um, I'd have to rewatch it to give it more of an analytical approach. Because mm-hmm. I'm the the reason I think it's the best is simply because of the the dialogue and the narrative. Um, not so much other things because I haven't paid attention to them. But it's um, I think you I think you know what I'm going to say. What? For one, I know it's a Jake Gyllenhaal movie. Yep. <laughs> am, I, am I in the right direction? Yep. Which one? <laughs> well, I know it's not the Bubble Boy. <laughs> <It's just good>. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that on Netflix once, and I actually, I was like, oh my God, Jake Gyllenhaal, I've got to watch this. And I watched it, and I was like, I don't know whether I loved it or, <laughs> or hated it. Maybe that one is a middle ground for me. <laughs> that was No, it was good. It was good. But no, it's not that one. Which one is it? It's one of the better uh, Jake Gyllenhaal movies. I mean, he's got he's got some pretty good ones, but Jake Gyllenhaal's a, a good actor. I've got nothing against him. Um, I'm guessing it's Enemy, right? Yes, Enemy. If anyone is listening to me right now, you need and you haven't seen Enemy, you need to watch Enemy. It is, I think, my personal opinion. I think it's a version of Fight Club in a way uh-huh. that. It's like Fight Club is like my first my first psychological twist movie. And then Enemy okay. is like next level. Like this is this is for people who, you know, who are really, really thinking on outside of the box and, and, and trying to figure out what's going on. Because I'll, I'll be honest, I watched it. And after the film, I was like, what? I don't get any of that at all. And I had to watch a few interviews with uh, with the director and with Jake Gyllenhaal as well. And when, you know, when it, it's cool when you watch an interview after you don't fully understand a movie or you, don't, you want to figure out that twist and you hear just those few words that it, it either affirms or the opposite of affirms. What's the opposite of affirm? Um. Uh. <laughs> Damn, that was like a brain fart. Yeah, yeah. Of all, of all the places you could lose track. Um, so, well, it opposite of affirms your what you thought was going on, and it's such a good feeling. I think it's a good feeling either way, because if it affirms what you thought, it's like yes, I knew it. Okay, I was on track. But if it doesn't affirm that and it tells you, you know, it's something completely different, it's like wow, you know, that well, led me. Denies, but it wouldn't be denies. Yeah, yeah, denies what you thought. Yeah. But um, yeah, Enemy is fantastic. That last scene, no spoilers, but that very last scene, that's where, <laughs> that's where you think, uh, up to that moment, you think, yeah, I know, I know what's going on. And then that last scene is just like, what did that mean? <laughs> it's great. It's great. I love those kinds of films. Yeah, we'll definitely have an episode on that one, man, and I'll have to watch it again. Yes. I, I've only seen it. I think I saw it twice. So it's a long time ago. So it'd be interesting. Maybe I'll watch it and this time I'll come back and I'll be like, dude, I've been, I've been wrong these, this whole time. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah. But I love it. And I've been, I've been telling you for what, over two years that it's my favorite film. And I talk about it like every time we yeah. meet up. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. And, uh, and I mean, it, it's sort of like, uh, if anything, it confirms that you're like a, a big fan I mean, I like him a lot as well. I think he's a great director of. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I think it's Denis Villeneuve. Ah, the Canadian director. Yeah. 
I don't know how but, to uh, pronounce his name. Sami, you you saw I think uh, what was it the the arrival later, and you really liked it as well. Oh yeah, same director as that. Yeah, that's the same director. Yep, Arrival is seen great. Prisoners. Yeah, so Prisoners. Um, Prisoners is with uh, Hugh Jackman as well, right? Is it Hugh Jackman or what's his name? Yeah, it's Hugh Jackman and it's it's also Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, Jake Gyllenhaal. I, I didn't love that one. I think Gyllenhaal was good. I mean, the performances were okay. It's just the 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 narrative was a little bit flat for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I loved... Um, Nocturnal Animals, like anything else that he's done, Jay Jillen Hall's done. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like Nocturnal as well. Nightcrawler, that's what it's called, right? The one where he's the little amateur um, journalist, film guy, camera guy. Yeah, I've heard that one was great. I haven't watched it. But I usually ah. people give it like as the, like mention it as like one of the examples of why he's like a great actor. I have to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Personally, I think it's not as good as people say because mm-hmm. I don't know. I, 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 it's it's very strange what I'm about to say, but I think Jake Gyllenhaal is is good. He's a good actor, but I think he's he's not at the level that many actors are at. You know, like like Joaquin yeah. Phoenix, <laughs> honeymoon period man. It's is <laughs> is my you know is my new guy. Maybe it's that. <laughs> Yeah, awesome. Okay, so that's what we're going to do then. And um, do you still want to do the first episode as Joker? Is that going to be episode one? Or do you feel um, like you feel like it's been? I feel a little bit like the Joker topic and the Joker discussion has just kind of been oversaturated by now. You know, it's everywhere on YouTube, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's definitely like the like the hot topic of the moment, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what I would like to is like get a chance to read the script because I know they they released. I mean, maybe they already released it a long time ago, but I know they released like the 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 screenplay because it was nominated because uh, it is nominated for 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 uh, for an Oscar. So I'd like to get a chance to read that and maybe also give like some input on that. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I mean, it, yeah, we can we can talk about it still, unless you have like a plan of like if you want to talk about another movie. But I I I I don't think it would be a bad idea. No, yeah, I think I think we'll talk about it. I'm just worried that my views might be a little bit distorted by you know the brainwashing videos that I've watched on YouTube. But no, I still <laughs> want to talk about it and express how much I love the um, the composer's input in that film. And you know what? I'm not going to say what I'm about to say next. I'm going to say, save that to the, for the Joker episode because, you know, we're about to start the whole discussion. So that'll be the next episode. We'll talk about Joker. Okay. So if you're still out there and if you're still listening, this is what Film Couch is going to be about. We're just going to um, chat and talk and bounce off each other and just talk about anything, really. Talk about Talk about anything, but kind of anchor it around film and a film. Is there anything you want to say to sign us out of this intro? Um, 
no, nothing I can add for the moment. But I, I do think, uh, like we had a we had a like a sort of plan of like a like a spin-off podcast that I think is going to be a really cool idea. But maybe like not spoil it now. So uh, yeah, yeah, uh, all to come, all to come. If people keep following, <laughs> yeah. watch this space. Um, I hate it when people say that. I hate it <laughs> so much. What do they say? Watch this space. Like watch this space. Have you never heard that expression? No, no, no. Well, no? what is it supposed to mean? It's like when when someone's going to announce something, like something big's coming. Watch this space. Oh. It means like you know, keep coming back and wait. You know, wait for us to announce this big thing. And I've never heard of it. Is oh, it like something it. like common in podcasts or in general? I just think I think in general, like um, advertising and marketing, people say that you know, or oh. like I, I don't know. Like an example would be. I wonder if it comes from from billboards. Like maybe someone's about to announce something and they say, watch this space. I wonder where it comes from. But like um, if you have a um, maybe a, a building somewhere and there's going to be a new restaurant yeah. there and no one knows what it is and it says, watch this space because something yeah. big's coming, something like that. It just I hate it. So I wish I never said <laughs> it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we don't have a signature sign out goodbye thing yet. We'll figure that out along the way. Um, so thank you from me for listening and um, tune in to episode one where we will talk about Joker, among other things. All right. Let's... Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> thanks to the one person listening. <laughs> 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 and, uh... And uh, we'll see you on the next episode of a tentatively titled Film Couch. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Perfect.